Thank you for joining us. We have Bill Bavona with us from Hardwood Design out of Rhode Island. He has uh, been in the stair business for many years, past president of the SMA, um, has done a tremendous amount for the SMA, and uh, just looking for forward to um, your insights and advice that you have for us today. So, well, thanks, thanks for having me. Us. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. me. Um, I guess we could start out maybe with um, how long have you been in the business? How did you get your start? You know, how did you start out in the stair world? So I, I've been um, in the woodworking business for 37 years. And uh, I started out really wanting to be a, a boat builder. I mean, a, a furniture maker, rather. Then I got into boat building. And then we, we were doing all kinds of architect, architectural millwork. Um, and um, having, having limited success with, with all of it. Um, and finally, we took on some stair work, um, not having done any before. So it was really totally trial and error. Um, but as we got good at it, we decided that, that, um, that we would just do stairs. So um, after about 10 years of doing everything, including stairs, um, we, we started doing nothing but stairs. And, uh, and it's been great ever since. It's just been fantastic. Nice. Was that first stair job uh, uh, more difficult than you expected? As difficult, easier than you expected? How? I think how, it was way, was way more difficult because we just, <laughs> you know, I mean, we were approaching it as carpenters too. Um, and so um, it was basically a, a nail over. You know, we didn't, we didn't do house stringers or... Um, and, and we even struggled with those, with things like, um, gee, we don't have the skill saw that tilts the right way. So I guess we'll try it with the jigsaw, you know, for the, for the mitered, the mitered side. And you can imagine how that turned out, you know? So we struggled, you know, every, with every, um, every part of it, including um, having installed a couple of the turned balusters upside down. We didn't, we didn't even notice. Until, until we stood back and said, oh, my, <laughs> you know, and so, uh, you know, those funny little things that that we, we all went through as beginners, you know, so you literally learned on the fly. Basically. We really, really did. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't even we didn't even, um, you know, read about it or, you know, we didn't we just had we, you know, we totally ham and egged it from the get go. And, uh, but we were good woodworkers, you know, so, so we overcame those challenges. And, um, and of course, we made nothing on the first stairs, you know, we might, we should have just wrote the customer a check. <laughs> yeah. And on top of it, we were, we were buying all of the parts and materials retail, you know, so, so we're, you know, we were paying huge dollars for the, for all the components, you know. And so it was not, not good at first. <laughs> Rough times. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you probably didn't even have a wood shop. Did you start out of your truck? Or No, no, we uh, did, did have, you, a, we had a shop, a shop because we were, we were also doing cabinets and, and really we were all trying to make, we were all trying to make furniture too. Um, and so on the one hand, we were sort of overqualified as woodworkers and underqualified as carpenters. 
you know, um, you know, and so um, we had a we had a really little shop space with very very basic tools, and um, and you know we did we did some of the components in the shops in the shop, you know, trying to put tread returns on, you know, things like that. But but otherwise we were nailing it, you know, we were just nailing it down. Yeah. Good story. So that first experience was definitely not a positive one all around. What what held you with stairways? What kept you there? The financial part obviously was not good the way it sounds, but what, what held you? Well, I think like everything, you know, as you get better at something, um, you, you know, it becomes a more positive experience. And really there was a, a serious lack of capable stair guys in our market. And so um, as more and more people heard that, that we could, you know, do stairs, you know, pretty well, um, that started to become the, the biggest part of the business, you know? And so that's what, that's what held us. And we, and then we stopped, you know, we stopped getting, um, we stopped underpricing ourselves for sure. You know, we were getting better at understanding, um, you know, what things, uh, what, what, it, what it took to, to build things. And we also got better at, at, um, you know, buying uh, materials and, um, really understanding the limitations of the materials, um, especially when we started with circular work. You know, so that, that's kind of what kept us. Nice. Very interesting. Um, what has been your greatest challenge as you've evolved into the stair business? I think for sure it's, it is... Um, uh, the field work, maintaining um, good installation crews, um, and and um, you know having having guys out there operating safely, efficiently, and effectively in the field, it it, it just continues to be a challenge, even even more um, more now than before, um, because the designs I think. Are, are really evolving. Um, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing design concepts that are, that are just mind boggling. And so I'm really still often surprised that we do what we do with the resources that we have available, you know? Okay. Um, so for sure it's labor related um, in, in the field, especially where you, you just don't have enough control you know, when the when the truck drives away with a big stair on it or a, or a big rail package, you just you never know what's going on out there. You know, you just don't. Because you can't be everywhere. You can't be everywhere. Care of no. Yeah. And for sure, I think, you know, tools like this are a help, you know, mm -hmm. because we'll do um, FaceTime calls, you know, when the when the when the installers run into something. But um, but still, it's just it's a challenge um it really is these these guys are really working so hard out there in the field um and and oftentimes the the conditions are really really tough you know overcrowded work sites um not enough room to set up tools um 
you know, just all kinds of constraints and they really, they do their best for sure. But it's, it's, a, it's just a challenge for, for, for those guys and for me, you know. Do you have any advice for uh, the rest of us stair builder owners as, as far as retaining employees or attracting good employees? You know, I wish I did. <laughs> I think, I think for sure, um, you know, our, our greatest potential is in people that we already have, you know, and I think the fact is um, all of my best guys, we built, you know, we, we trained. These were, these were guys that started um, as youngsters and, um, and worked their way up into a, into a really high skilled spot. And, um, and so I don't think there's really a lot of potential for attracting the kind of people that we want to, to attract to grow the company. I think that's, that's, that's not, not very likely. Um, and what, what is funny is new people with my, with my company always seem to drop out of the sky. You know, literally someone will come knocking at the door and say, gee, I heard about you guys, or a friend of a friend told me I should come see you. I'm new to the area or something like that. And, um, and those hires that were, um, you know, sort of unsolicited always work out the best, you know? And Amen. I think, you, you, you know, it's just, it's weird. Like one of my best guys actually was a baker, you know, and, and he turned out to just be a, a, an incredible bench guy. You know, he could do anything. And, and the guy was trained as a, as a chef, a baker, you know. So he made really good snacks and really good stairs. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of an awesome combination. That's a win-win. <laughs> it's a win-win. Break times are wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's very interesting. I think we all, all struggle with that challenge, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, you really appreciate the good people, but they're hard to come by. Yeah. 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 And so you do, you, you know, I mean, we work to, to keep them and appreciate them. Mm -hmm. um, but, pe you know, people come and go. I mean, you know, people's spouses, you know, get a different job, they move. Um, you know, people decide they've had enough of the, of, of the chaos of, of stair building and, and shop work. Um, but, you know, we, we do our best to, to keep people happy and and that's all we can do. Nice. Well, thank you. Another question. Uh, who has been the greatest positive influence in your life as a stair builder and um, maybe in your life as a whole as well? Um, you know, in my, I, I'm really, or I started out being really, really passionate about woodworking. Even, even like as a, as a youngster, you know, my father was always toiling on the house and I really, I liked the carpentry stuff. Um, you know, he, he also did plumbing and electrical. And so he really inspired me to, to fall in love with, with woodworking. And, and although he was, a, he was a fairly decent carpenter, he wasn't, a, you know, a, a joiner. You know, he wasn't a, a woodworker per se. Um, so he got me going and then I was able to get a boat building apprenticeship, um, where I met my two, the two partners 
that um, I, the two guys that I became partners with that started Hardwood Design. And so that was David Lawrence and Bruce Decker, both unbelievably great woodworkers and both of them quite a bit older than, than I am. So, so Bruce is 10 years older than I am and David Lawrence is 15 years older than I am. So they, they, were, they agreed to take me on as a partner um, when I was 22, you know, just out of school. And so, um, so that, that I think was, was really, that was huge. Um, they were, so I, so I really learned about, about woodworking um, and tech, you know, technique from those guys. And then, you know, later on through, through the association with, with the SMA, guys like David Wynn and David Cooper were really, really, you know, influences that took, that took my company to the next level. Um, you know, being able to, to rub elbows with um, David Wynn, you know, who was a really, you know, a CEO of, of, a, of a major, you know, stair parts manufacturer. Um, and he was really, really generous with his advice. Uh, I, I was on the board of directors with him and um, it just gave me a lot of confidence, you know, sitting across the table from, you know, from a guy like that. Um, same with, same with David Cooper, you know, just, just so much knowledge, so much stair industry, stair building knowledge in those two guys. Um, that is just something that was, that was just a huge influence on, on my, my business. And even the way I, you know, the way I approach stair building personnel, you know, so many, so many different things that I could, I could tap into with those guys. Just fantastic. It's amazing the resources we have in the people of the SMA. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you, Bill, you were one of those people to me when I first became involved with the SMA. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's always wonderful to hear what you have to say. So this is we're a pretty good deal here to be sitting here um, asking you these questions. Um, what, what is an achievement you are super proud of, extra proud of in your life? Um, I, you know, I, I would have to say, like, looking back at the, at the having built a company, you know, from nothing um, has really, you know, you know, 37 years, you know, I can, I, I can sometimes, you know, when I'm, when I'm turning off the lights and about to walk out the door and, and turn the key, you know, I, I literally stand, you know, stand at the door and look in at this, at this crazy thing I, I built with my, you know, obviously with my, with my partners who are, who are long gone. Um, but my, you know, all of the people that, that worked with me, um, this thing is really, it's pretty cool. And, um, and, you know, not only the hardware, you know, the, the machines and the, you know, the racks of lumber, um, but it's the, the, um, the relationships, you know, with customers and vendors and, and subcontractors. Um, it's really, it, it's been a very, very positive thing. You know, I, I think it takes, you know, you're, you're the same, you know, it take, I think if everybody could do what you and I do, 
and others, um, it would be a different, you know, market situation. But um, you have to have a pretty cool head to 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 be able to close your eyes at night. You know, so <laughs> that's 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 something that I'm proud of too. You know, I'm not falling apart. <laughs> Separating the work from your personal life. Could yeah. you give Could you give us some advice on that? Or maybe you don't. <laughs> yeah, I, and I have to say, I, the older I get, the better I get at it, um, at separating it. But I, I would say that that um, it's hard. You know, I think entrepreneurs um, just have these tendencies to always, you know, have half of their brain thinking about about the business. You know. And the other half is watching their two-year-old blow out the candles, you know, whereas the rest of the normal world um, are, are 90% focused on the two-year-old, you know? So that's, that's tough. Um, I do find myself um, getting better at being in the moment. Um, and I think that's a function of, of feeling secure in, you know, in the business too. You know, I think when you're starting out and, and the, you know, the margins and the, <laughs> the safety net is so thin, <laughs> you know, that you, that you kind of have a, a little bit of uneasiness, you know, as a background feeling, you know. The big battles back then are nothing today. It's, That's it. You know, I like when you of, had, yeah. when you first start out and you, you know, <clears throat> you're, you're, you're using the deposits from the from the new job <laughs> to pay for for the materials from the from the job you just finished you know until those things start to level out you know and your and your receivables start to equal your payables it's it's a little bit of a <laughs> of a you know of a struggle some sleepless nights right yeah it is <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um I guess that leads into the next question very well. What, what advice could you offer someone starting out in the stair world or considering a career in stairways? You know, like I said before, when, when we first started out in stairways, um, we, didn't, we didn't really reach out to other professionals. We didn't seek out, you know, resources to, to understand the mechanics of the of the trade you know and i would say to somebody new there's so many resources out there you know including the sma um like now we have youtube too things like that i mean um i think probably the younger crowd is much better at just going right to the to the internet right to um to learn how to do things um but I would say also that, you know, that that one on one contact with another uh, stair professional as a mentor or or, you know, a master carpenter as a mentor um, to to understand the mechanics of it, because we we made a lot of mistakes. You know, we 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 you know, we didn't have those resources. So it really was trial by fire, you know, um, so so that's that's. That for sure is um, is something that I would I would advise. And then the other the other thing is understanding. And I don't think I really fully 
understood this until maybe five or six years ago, that um, that being successful, satisfied, having a sense of accomplishment really is very closely tied to the quality of your relationships. And so, um, now what does your footer say? Because your footer tells it on, on your email. Um, see the good. If you look for the good in everyone, you'll probably find it or something like that, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And so it's so true. Um, I, I think that, um, that I really try never to burn a bridge, no matter what, because it, you know, you never know when, when the person on the other side of the bridge wants to come back to you, or you may want to go back to them. Um, and so um, you have to be patient and understanding and, and willing to, to, you know, put aside um, things that, that gave you <laughs> heartburn, you know, but when you, when you have really good relationships at all levels, success will, will really uh, follow. It, it really, really will. And it doesn't matter whether, you know, if it's stair building or, you know, making shower curtain hooks, you know, it, it really doesn't. Um, no matter what, that, those relationships are just so important. And I didn't, I didn't get that as a young man. You know, I was a little bit hot-headed and impatient. You know, I, if people weren't, weren't marching to my beat, I, I think I was getting a little frustrated and snotty about it, you know. But that, I think that's maturity, right? I think we need to broadcast that to the world today. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a much better place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I just asked what advice you would offer to someone starting out. What, what advice would you give your younger self um, back when you first started in the stair business? I think or, that same thing, you know, same that, thing? that, that relationship sermon. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I say, you know, I think the other part of it really is to, to do a better job at the, at the balance between um, business and, and family and personal, you know what I mean? I mean, I didn't even, I was so, um, you know, so very focused on, on the business and being, um, you know, my passion was, was, was woodworking and building things, um, you know, including, you know, my homes and my, you know, we, you know, you, you renovate a home and then you, you decide you want to sell that one and go to the next one to renovate, you know, so on. And um, I really did. I, I worked a little too hard. Um, and, I, and so I would say that whole idea of really trying to be aware of being in the moment for your family is, um, is really important. And you can't, you can't get, get that one back. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't um, undo it, you know, redo it. So that, that's another biggie. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, do you have a, a big regret, like a biggest regret as a business owner, stair builder? See, Probably I, I related to the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I, I think the other, you know, one of the regrets I have is um, in the business, 
and this is even more recently, um, I kind of stopped taking the time to really um, train, uh, train the guys. You know, I, I was kind of, you know, had a philosophy of, of hoping that everybody in the company would be a natural and would be able to get to a, to a level of uh, woodworking and stair building and, and, and um, they would be able to get to, to, to a level at the same pace that I did say, you know, and, um, and these guys are like dying to be, to be trained. You know, they're dying to be, to be um, trained in, in specific structured method, you know, and I really, you know, the pace of the, of the jobs, you know, you've got the customer breathing down your neck, right? And so it's a little bit hard to stop and, um, and, you know, really train. So one of the things that we started doing in the shop, and this is only recently, we, we have a morning huddle and um, in the huddle, we ask, you know, who, who's doing something interesting that the rest of the guys should see. And so now I'm giving everybody in the shop permission to, to stop, gather um, interested people uh, together to, to, see, to see a setup or an assembly or a process that is, is interesting, something that, that we all should know about. And, and boy, the guys really love that, you know. Um, and it doesn't really take nearly as much time as you would think, you know, and, and the payback is huge, you know. So when, so when the guys can really see a success or a failure, um, it, it's just, it, it's amazing. Um, I wish I had started that, that structured um, training, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, because I, I, I didn't. This is only this year. You know, interesting. So I would say that 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 lack of that lack of, of real training and, it, and it's biting me in the in the in the rear end right so you now. You struggle with training and spending time with the guys yes. because you're yeah. spread so thin. Yes. Yeah. Because because you you lose focus. You, you, your only focus is marching to the beat of the customer, mm -hmm. you know, um, and so you, you know, it's, I call it, um, I call it pumping the flat tire. You know, you have, you have time to pump up the flat tire every morning before you go to work, but you don't have time to take it down the street to have the tire repaired. <laughs> okay. You know, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Investment, you know. So you take those, those huddles, you call them to mm. instill your values, the, the heart, the hardwood design way, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And, and like I said, I think the guys, everybody's really receptive, receptive to it. You know, the guys that, that want to learn are really receptive to, to, to being able to stop what they're, what they're doing to, to look at something. And the guys that are knowledgeable really get an ego boost in showing, having permission to, to grab the guys together at any point in the day to show them, you know, what they're doing, you know, nice. to, to be passing that along. You know, the unfortunate thing is 
it takes a, it takes you know seeing something a couple of times seeing and doing a couple of times before it's you know before somebody that is new at it can can get good at it but you you have to you have to let them you have to give them permission to to do that you know form the habits yeah yeah, yeah. Interesting. and the other thing we're working on is um is actually documenting sops you know um making you know making a, a document for for a specific process um and and making sure that the that the guys get that um that that's a big help too otherwise everybody does the same thing four different ways you know mm -hmm. um and that is not generally a good practice within a within a shop you know so you do, I'm sure you do a huge variety of things. You encounter new processes with mm -hmm. every job probably because of the product you create. Yeah. How yeah. do you deal with the SOPs with, with that environment? And, that, and it's funny because it goes, you know, process goes all the way back to engineering, right? So, you know, we were talking about this the other day. So, so how how many way, different ways are there to create a curve in a component you know you can laminate it you can kerf it you can um you can uh do a, a combination of both of those either laminations can be um or, or you can saw it right you know saw it from a solid block and engineer in engineering they need to know which which one is appropriate for that component, and and it's surprising how often they 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 pick the the lesser <laughs> appropriate you know thing right. So um, so there has to be some way for them to know. There has to be um, you know we started to make a a you know we have a a, a cords kerfing machine. So we decided to create. A, a little display and you know of examples um so that the guys would understand the depth and you know frequency of the curves given you know a certain bend and and that kind of thing takes time to make that display right but but it sits right above the machine and it really solved a lot of you know trial and error from for the newer guys that was an SOP you could apply across a broad yes. uh, spectrum of projects. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. All yep. right. What do you see as the, the biggest challenge for the stair industry in the next decade? I think like everybody's talking, um, it's labor at every, at every level, you know, from engineering to shop fabrication to installation um you know we're all we're all seeing this um lack of uh of labor resource out there um you know we were all talking about uh noticing that that the that the field guys you know especially were getting older and older right so 10 years ago, we're all saying, gee, is anybody noticing that the guys, the really, really good guys, the seasoned guys, you know, are like, you know, in their 50s, late 50s and 60s. 
Well, now, especially with COVID, it was a lot of guys that retired earlier than they had intended, you know? And so that's, that's a huge challenge um, because you can't, you know, you can't invent this stuff. Um, and, and, you know, with what happens in the market, you know, the market is so strong right now, it sort of forces you to pay, you know, a lot of money per hour, say, for, for, for whatever is out there that's available. And that might not be a very talented <laughs> hire, you know? So that's a really frustrating thing because we, we have budget constraints. You know, most of the time it's fixed pricing, you know, for, for every aspect of what we do. And so when, when you're, you're start to watch the hours, you know, accumulate and you're going, wow, <laughs> we, you and I live on whatever's left over, right? <laughs> and uh, when there's nothing left over, you know, all you're doing is like, you know, cycling money through, through the account, you know? Um, so that's, a, that's huge. That's a huge challenge. Um, I, think, I think the other challenge for some of us is, um, is really keeping up with technology. You know, um, there's technology in materials, technology in adhesives, technology in software, um, in machinery. And, um, and I think to, to stay on top of your game, you know, to, to keep, you know, to keep the company refreshed, um, you have to be up on that stuff. And it's a little like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not a techie guy, you know. Um, and so, uh, it's, it's harder for me, um, you know, to keep up with that stuff. So I just, I'm getting really good at just writing the check for it, (laughs) you know, and letting the younger guys, you know, sort of, you know, pursue it and take care of it. Um, even the, you know, like the, uh, the scheduling programs, I find, you know, are just really, really hard to, to learn you know, um, but essential. So related to that, and you might've partially answered this, uh, where do you see, see things getting better for this yeah, year? Yeah, same, same answer. Would be related to <laughs> you know, that? To, yeah. to some degree, yeah. Technology. Yeah. Technology, yeah. yeah. Technology. And I think, I think I'm seeing a little bit of a social change too in terms of um, parents um, being a little more uh, receptive to having a, a you know a, a one of their kids be a tradesman, you know, um, and so because I think bef- you know for for a long time it was really discouraged, you know you you know you you weren't in, you know people weren't encouraging their child to be a carpenter, you know maybe a plumber, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah they weren't they really weren't encouraging it. And it, it's a really, it's a noble trade, you know? I mean, I think there's, there's satisfaction, you know, in making things, creating things with your, with your hands that you're not getting from being a, a money manager, you know, or a, a stockbroker or whatever, um, or a video game inventor, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so I am seeing that I even, 
you know, even in people my age who have, you know, kids that are in their 20s and 30s, um, they're okay with it. They're okay with it now, which is, which is great because we need it. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to get rid of that negative stigma. You can get rid of that negative <laughs> Just, stigma. And I think, um, I think what's going to ha- happen too is I think it, it'll become, um, it'll become an occupation that you can make more money at, right? You know, I think that, um, I think people will start to realize the value. Become a master at your trade. You'll be able to demand whatever price you want. Very likely 10 to 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, as your career progressed, what, what issue became more difficult for you to deal with? Um, I think again, the technology, you know, <laughs> the technology and the, and, you know, getting back to the labor part, you know, um, it's the, you know, I think when, when that labor is, is such a constraint for growth, that's frustrating. You know, I, I always say it's, it's like you're, you're standing on top of a gold mine that's just under the surface and, and you have, you know, the, you, you have a busted shovel and, a, and you know, a, a, a 68-year-old guy that, you know, has bad shoulders and can't, can't use it, you know. Um, it's, that's what's going to constrain us all um, is, is the labor thing, unless we, unless we take it on ourselves to, to make something happen there, yeah, by creating, creating those people. So what became easier for you as your career progressed? Well, we're fortunate to, to have been around, you know, and been, you know, through recessions and bad times and good times. We're fortunate to, to have built a, um, a brand in our market. Um, and so it, we don't have to do that much selling anymore. You know, we can we can definitely pick and choose our jobs much more now than than before. Um, And we do, you know, we can we can we can um, we can look at a job and say, you know what, that just that job is (laughs) that'll be the best job we never did. (laughs) You know, Um, whereas before, I think, you know, maybe it's ego or maybe you really just needed the you needed to fill the plate. You know, you would take on things that were just never going to be a success, you know, with a client that was never going to be happy. Right. So I think as you as you get more experience and and uh, more maturity, you you can spot those things a lot quicker. You get better at judging. Yes. Coming in the door. Yeah. Yeah. You know, judging the people and also at a glance, you know, looking at the job. You know, and just just sort of saying, "Woof, that's a <laughs> that's not going to be fun." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could say the same, but we still miss some here and there. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, could you share an experience that uh, had a major impact on your life and how it changed things for you in the stair industry? You know, I would, 
I would say um, that, that the experience that, cha that changed my professional life, honestly, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be cheesy here, was, was definitely um, the, the earlier SMA meetings, you know, conferences for me. Um, because I was, I was really meeting um, people that were either at the same level that I was at, which was a really low level, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I think misery loves company, right? So when you're, you know, when you're commiserating with, with other strugglers, um, it makes you feel a little better. Um, but at the same time, at those, at those same meetings, um, if you're not shy and willing to put yourself out there, um, you get to, you, you got to talk to people that were really, you know, successful and knowledgeable and, and, and generous, you know? So, yeah, I would say, I really would say that, um, that, that the SMA meetings are, were, were really big, you know? And then in my personal life, of course, you know, my children and my wife, <laughs> you know, but, uh, uh, it's been good. Very interesting. Um, I guess we're, I'm about out of questions. So do you have anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I'm about out of answers. Um, okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, very, very uh, good talking to you and hearing what you have to say. And uh, fascinating story. Very well, fascinating. Thank you. Yeah. It, it, um, <laughs> But no, this is this is a great thing. I'll have to. Yeah, I'm I, looking I can't forward wait to, to listen to the ones with your other victims. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we have several on the list. There's some Good. very very interesting people in the SMA. Yeah, there we, are. We're, we're lucky really to are. be plugged into that. Very lucky. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I, I encourage it. That's, <sighs> that's, a, that's a great thing. Thank and thank you especially for you and the other <sighs> board members for really really <sighs> putting all your volunteer time in to make to make the stair industry great for the rest of us. You've um, had your turn. So now it's yeah. ours. <laughs> yeah, I'll take another, I'll take another soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. All right. Thanks a lot, Bill.